0: See. We quickly speak of it in the church. But do we ever ponder the greatness of the word in which we speak? As a kid, for those that remember, back in my time, we used to play mercy. It would be two.
1: Kids gathered together and they would put their hands out and put their fingers intertwined. And then you would quickly go like this and see who could
0: bend the other one's fingers until someone screamed mercy. Usually didn't take long because it hurt if you've ever tried that. But mercy, it's not a game. It's an important attribute of the Lord Jesus Christ and God himself.
1: Mercy is compassion. In the biblical meaning, it's the kindness of God in withholding deserved judgment and extending undeserved compassion and forgiveness to man. Let me read that one more time. In the biblical definition, mercy is compassion It's the kindness of God in withholding deserved judgment and extending undeserved compassion and forgiveness to man. God can do this without compromising his justice
0: because of the death and resurrection of Christ. That's mercy. That's the mercy that's offered To everyone. Everyone. That same mercy is offered to the guy that cut you off on the road. That
1: same mercy is offered to those who have done terrible things in our eyes
0: and in the world in which we live. That mercy is extended to all because that's the love of God. We quickly move forward beyond mercy. Because mercy reminds us of the things that we were doing
1: or involved in that brought about the need for mercy in our lives. Oh, we, we'll give it a little bit of words and then we want to move on. Churches today want to move on from the justice and the righteousness and mercy of God into the love of God. But you don't get to the love of God unless you go through the mercy and justification and righteousness.
0: Of God first, understanding we need Him and without Him we are nothing. A.W. Tozer said this about mercy if mercy were something God had, He might use it up or leave it somewhere and forget it. But mercy. Is what God is you see we think in that game have mercy
1: on me don't bend my fingers back anymore I give and
0: it's mercy that's given and done with but it's different when we talk about the mercy of God because it's
1: not something that he takes off of a shelf and applies to you at your moment in time and then goes on about business. No, when, when we receive mercy from God, we're receiving God
0: himself because God is mercy. It's not a remedy. It's a relationship. And I don't know that I've met anyone in
1: my life, and I've met some incredibly awesome people
0: but even they would acknowledge that they needed God's mercy. This world needs God's mercy. It may only be because of the mercy of God that
1: Jesus is tarrying and not coming back now. Because he wants to extend mercy to everyone. He wants everyone to have the, the opportunity to
0: receive his mercy, to receive him before that day when Jesus comes back because he's mercy and his mercy is just one attribute that brings about the fullness of his love how many times you ever thought mercy mercy give I I, white flags up Lord I, I can't handle it anymore And God has not changed in his own way of sharing love.
1: He shares mercy with you and I. But it's one thing for me to put all this together. Let's let's look and see what God's word has to say about mercy, because that's what's important. Let's look at God's word. If you'll turn with me into the book of Psalms, Psalm 119, and let's
0: read of God's mercy. Psalm one nineteen verses one or verse one fifty six Psalm one nineteen verse one fifty six It says this Great are your mercies, O Lord revive me according to your
1: ordinances in the old testament the psalmist knew of the mercies of god he knew not just of the mercies of god but the greatness of his mercies
0: look with me now flip to the new testament the gospel of luke luke chapter 1 verse 78 In this chapter, Zechariah is giving praise to God for the coming birth of John the
1: Baptist. And in the midst of him giving glory to God, in verse 78, he says this, because of the tender mercy of our God with which the sunrise from on high will visit us to shine upon those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Because of the tender mercy,
0: because of the tender mercy of our God, this would take place. Look with me in the book of Romans, chapter 12. Familiar verse or verses here in Romans 12, it talks of God's mercy as well.
1: It says, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, what? By the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. He goes on to say, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. How do we do that? We do that by the mercies of God. It's not within our power to be able to present ourselves before God righteous. It is only through the blood of Jesus Christ that's presented to us or provided for us Because God had a great mercy. He was mercy in all. You see, we have been taught by our culture and our world that we can do it, that we can accomplish it. Just get out there and work hard. Just get out there and sweat. You can do it. In the spiritual realm, that is not true. To really survive and be all that God has created us to be we must understand I can't do it it is only through God and the sacrifice of his son that I can even come and be in his presence but once I understand that it's because God is mercy that I can now understand that I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me, that there is nothing and no limitations, because when God is with us, who, the Scripture says, can be against us? We speak those words so readily today, and yet we fail to grasp the full meaning and then live them. Think of how many times just in the past week, maybe, or the past month, when we have cowered in fear at the
0: same time that we're praying, God is all powerful. To be honest, it's like slapping God in the face.
1: We either believe the Word of God and trust it and live it. Now, I'm not going to stand
0: here and say I can do that perfectly because I fail miserably. But it's possible. Or otherwise, God would never have told us. To live the spirit-filled, fruitful
1: life that God created us to live is possible. But it's possible when I relinquish myself and surrender and follow Him in obedience. And don't get me wrong, it's not easy in the world we live today, because there's a, just a few trying
0: people out there, amen? Just a few. But God tells us in his word that we are to love God and to love others.
1: He made it short and simple. He didn't add anything to it. So I must in my life, to find it in and of myself, and then allow him, when I'm unable, to love everyone. But to not allow myself to cower in fear when I fail, but to confess when I fail and repent, and then say, God, help me, and let's move on. Because he's all about action. Our God is not a God of the past that sits and waits. He is a God of action. He was a God of action in the Old Testament. He's a God of action right now as we live out
0: the latter days of this earth. And he is a God of all inclusiveness. He wants
1: all to be action within him and his power. Now, let me give a little asterisk here. When I say all-inclusive, it is not according to the definition of our world today. They have misused that word. God calls all of us together. He says there's no Jew nor Greek. His inclusiveness means we find equal ground at the foot of the cross. But that is not coming there understanding that we can continue to live in the sinful life which we might have chosen but rather we come at the foot of the cross so that we can get rid of the sin, so that we can truly have fellowship with God. His inclusiveness is us, you and me, our hearts, our minds, our failings, but not that we would continue in those, but that we would let those go and become all that he wants us to be. God is inclusive for all that might come to know him, and experience salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. But that doesn't mean we can bring sin with
0: us. In fact, as we study the Scriptures, light and dark won't mix. We must choose through God's power and strength to let go of the sinful nature and to live in the spiritual nature that He so freely offers us because of His great mercy. You know, if if you think about it, it, it's amazing how we want to rewrite God today, isn't it? Where did we ever
1: think we were smart enough to rewrite or add on more to God?
0: If we acknowledge that He's God, doesn't that mean that's it? He doesn't need us to help Him. His will will be done, period, with or without us, period. Mercy. Look with me in Ephesians chapter 2 because it goes on.
1: Another familiar passage, Ephesians chapter 2, beginning in verse 4, says this, and it starts right out in verse 4, but
0: God being rich in what you can scream in church it's okay mercy
1: but God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us see it's all one package you get God folks you don't earn parts of God when you receive God you get all because he is mercy he is love He is peace. He is hope. You get him all. But God, being rich in his mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works so that no one may boast, We, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would, what? Walk in them. That we would be a part, that we would be involved, that we would be in the midst of his works as I said he's not a God of inaction but a God of action the world will change for Jesus
0: when we become what God wants us to be it's not going to change the end of the story the
1: story is already written as recorded in God's Word what does have some opportunity To be impacted
0: is how you and I choose to live today. We already have the victory over death. We already have victory over sin. But instead of just going,
1: yay, I got it, I'm in, we need to understand that there are those who have yet come to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and therefore we must be people of action we must be a church of action we must love on people so much and allow god's love to flow through us such that they will have no other way but to turn to him for salvation amen we are the avenue we are the tool we are the instrument we are the creation we as individuals in god and we as the church as we come together We cannot just sit back and wait for them to come through the doors. We have to leave this place motivated, encouraged, and excited about seeing what God wants to accomplish through you and through me and through us together so that things change. And folks, it's not that hard. The simplest of things when we show people love changes people's lives. Why? Because you're good or I'm good? No. But because the love that's in us is the love of God, and God's love impacts everyone no matter what they say.
0: The simplest of things changes people's lives. A good word, a smile, letting them in on the highway instead of riding their tail. Not that I know about that. An opening of a door sending of a card, praying for someone. It all makes a difference, and we're all called. And we can do it because you and I have received the mercy of God. I
1: love the passage in the Old Testament, I believe it is, this says, God's mercies are new every morning. Because I'm not sure about you, but I use up my quota every day. And I'm glad he refills it the next morning because it don't take me long to need his mercy to cover me because of my failure and my failings. And I am grateful that they're there. But I should not take advantage of it. I need to strive to continue to allow him to be more of me and live through me than I am of myself. And that's a battle for all of us. Because self has taken or tried to take over the throne of our life. Because that's what the world throws at us. It's all about me, 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 right? It's amazing we would get in situations where we realize it's not about me, me, me. In fact, it's, it's I in mean, out of control. The mercy of God. We, we speak it very quickly. We read it fast. We need to
0: dwell on the greatness of God. Who is mercy? Because it's His love that allows us to experience that mercy and then grace and then forgiveness. You know, I I tell you often that I truly believe there's a sermon in everything. And I do. I also read too... When reading
1: Billy Graham's, I think it's biography, I get autobiography and biography mixed up, so all of you that know that, whatever. It was one of those paperbacks it was about this thick, and it was all about how his family life and ministry began. The one thing, if you go back and listen to Billy Graham, he would say this constantly in every sermon. Let's see what the Word of God says. The Word of God says. Why? Because he knew it wasn't the words that he spoke, but rather he needed to speak God's Word because that's where power comes from. Power does not come from my words or me or anyone else, but the power comes from the mighty Word of God. And I truly believe that God speaks to us all the time. It's just that many of us don't open up our ears or just count it as happenstance or a tummy
0: ache. But I truly believe there's a sermon in everything. And this morning I close with this. It's important when you're going around a curve to slow down. Because there are true consequences of not slowing down when you go around the curves of life. None of us are indestructible. But when we take time, even
1: when there is a curve in our life, instead of just complaining about it or quickly trying to get out of it or find the quick fix, if we would but slow down, breathe, and seek
0: God's guidance and direction the outcome is so much better, so much better. Guaranteed, there are gonna be curves, and there have been in all of our lives
1: already. Sometimes they may be gradual and it's no big deal, we can kinda maybe squeeze by by going fast. But then all of a sudden that quick unexpected turn up ahead is gonna be a little sharper than what you thought and
0: you're not in control And things happen. Slowing down is not a sin. Especially when we slow down. Give a better listen to God.